we were having a couple of technical difficulties uh, with our cameras and it actually worked with the graphic that we had used it was like all glitchy and distorted but uh, yeah now we're gonna be rocking through discord it seems yes sir we're not well discord because we're gonna be uh you know obviously looking at our chat here but uh yeah hopefully it'll be a smooth ish transition so, i don't know what have you been up to as of uh as of last sunday <sighs> just uh been going to work going back to work going to the gym going back to the gym mm-hmm. and going to work going back to the work so i was very busy this weekend cool, but it's chill that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm checking out the uh the stream as we speak it's just it's just you <laughs> which is fine no i uh we're doing it kind of remote today but yeah. uh i gotta say it's like a callback to What's the up, early days of when i would tune in to you streaming so right. it's been it's been fun. Seriously, it's a it's seriously is a throwback like that, where I would play Amnesia and then like a bunch of our friends would just watch. Five Nights at Freddy's. <sighs> when that game first came out, <laughs> it was a different different time. Different era. Yeah. Different era. Nobody knew it was gonna blow up. Well, last week we were talking about uh, levels of confidence and the ways of which we do so, or not so much the ways of which we do so, but um, sort of overcoming that fear. And I'm not sure if you wanted to continue on this discussion. I know that uh, it definitely can be continued, or if you'd like to talk about something else, but you know, the ways of which we do it and the ways that other people can do it as well if they find themselves creative. Uh, you know, you with Twitch, me with YouTube, that kind of thing. What would you recommend someone who's just starting out? You know, someone who really doesn't know their way around a YouTube or Twitch algorithm? Or oh, someone honestly, who- dude you know, doesn't even have the equipment if they feel like that's what they need. It doesn't take much as from what we see now to get any type of famous. So TikTok, Twitch, anything like that, you really just need a phone or something entertaining, whether that be IRL streaming or any type of game or even what we're doing, just kind of like a hangout type of thing where the biggest category on Twitch is just chatting. But honestly, from my experience, just from the small crowd that I have with my Twitch, um, and this is something I could have done, and if I wasn't lazy, I could have just continued and built a bigger audience, but consistency and having a schedule instead of, you know, like randomly streaming. So that's something we're kind of doing now. But when it comes to confidence building, bro, just streaming on Twitch is like a really good way of doing that, surprisingly, because you're interacting with a lot of people. You're interacting with people with different mindsets and you're just talking with them and all of you have one common thing, which is you enjoy the game you're playing at hand or you're interested in the same topic. Right. So in general, it's a great thing to have just because of that. I think the confidence building is a marathon but everybody can do it. 
so you'd say that it like comes with time then it does like anything if you're at the gym working out you know building your right. muscles comes with time whenever you're speaking to people improving your social skills that comes with time too so it's a good thing I think a lot of people sort of jump into it expecting uh, them to be experts at it. And that's really where people feel as if they, you know, I'm not sure if like dropping the ball is the right word, but perhaps get overconfident or think that they would need, um, you know, the quote unquote right equipment, no matter how expensive it is to, to get the job done. And I've said this on you know, my individual YouTube streams as well, um, just sort of like a, like a Q&A type thing. But really what I've found is that you don't need the best equipment to start off, you know, or, or even to get started. Because for the, I don't know, maybe hundreds of dollars or thousands of hours that you would pour into even putting in into a, like a pilot episode, for instance, mm-hmm sort of like what we did, even though we came from our respective tech backgrounds. I mean, that was something that we nailed in like two hours. And the only reason that we're doing it virtually is because of just, um, you know, familial circumstances. It's just one of those things that kind of makes me scratch my head and wonder why people would go out and purchase all this equipment thinking that it's going to put them to the top of their game when it's these same types of people who do that and think that, you know, the purchasing power that they have seemingly equates to the level of confidence that they think that they'll have as well. You know, just because they sound good doesn't mean that it's going to be something that comes easily. People tend to look at others who are successful, especially in this type of field streaming youtube shit like that right and they see they have the best equipment they see they have all this preparation to stream they have amazing microphones amazing computer setups amazing internet for streaming but one thing a lot of these like potential streamers don't account for is that you have to be entertaining you have to have a personality that people can latch on to you have to be somebody that Essentially, it would be worth somebody's time to log into Twitch or, you know, hotkey to Twitch and watch your stream that you just turned on. So if you're able to not only interact with people, not only be interesting, but also have a decent setup, it can put you in a great spot. But it's unnecessary to start out with technology that's super advanced for it because in the end... All that will come as you grow as a streamer and you start taking yourself more seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can definitely agree to that. Um, I mean, I suppose because we didn't really go into this for um, like the pilot episode that we did, what would be, I guess, what would be your inspiration for starting? <laughs> for streaming? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't really go into that. Just we just kind of went into who we both were, and really not focusing on why we do what we do. Honestly, bro, starting out like when I was in tenth grade, I would watch a lot of YouTubers, 
especially during the like beginning times like when amnesia was a huge thing when like pewdiepie was streaming it or uh when minecraft like alpha was coming out like the first edition of minecraft ever um and i i would watch like different youtubers and streamers and think they were like very cool i thought that was like holy shit like these guys are just you know streaming they're not only interacting with a bunch of people they're playing video games and like getting paid for it too so i thought that was like literally the best job in the world did you ever consider it uh you know the career of streaming was it something that was favorable to you because of how lucrative it was or the fact that you know unlike a traditional nine to five for instance this was something that you could seemingly make your own well yes you could choose your own schedule with streaming but at the same time you're kind of treating it like a nine to five mm-hmm. like you know they say nothing is a, a job if you're passionate about it but in the end you have to have set hours where people can watch you so people will come by and they'll watch your stream uh obviously i think it's like very lucrative you can get a ton of money just from streaming and advertisements. Um, and who wouldn't want to do that, dude? Just sit down and play video games all day. What's up, username, person, guy? Welcome. It's absolutely lucrative. It's absolutely a great way to, I guess, kind of express and show to people what you care about and what's cool to you. Like some people, they record YouTube videos about movie reviews. Or there's this, there's this really cool streamer who does, like, carpentry work. It doesn't have to be games. It's, like, evolved since then. So a lot of people are trying different things, and it's really working out. Yeah. I, I remember, like, just sort of the days of early YouTube and thinking to myself, you know, I, I really want to do something like that. Um, and in the beginning, for me, it was video games. You know, I don't, I don't think Twitch was around necessarily, or maybe when I say not around, it wasn't uh, as big of a platform as it now is, where people are now leaving YouTube in droves to go to Twitch. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's something to the tune of, like you said, making more money off of it. Uh, you know, to me, I'll always, you know, just kind of say this, um, as much as people would probably like to believe that content should be, you know, nothing but monetized and that, you know, audience members are just, you know, their numbers at the end of the day. Um, And I'm not saying you think this or, you know, anyone for that matter thinks that there may be some people who do and look at it as strictly as a business, but, you know, our content collectively would be nothing without its audience. And that's really sort of the main motif that I had going into finally setting on a topic, settling on a topic for YouTube with narrating creepypastas. Because, you know, in my in my time, in my vast amount of time, I want to say spent as like a publisher, and I'm not a publisher anymore. But it was, you know, the the matter of uh, readership in that case, and now it's a the matter of listenership. So it was the matter of narrating stories rather than publishing it and, uh, you know, doing that consistently. Like every single day would be a new upload with, you know, exception, like if I was sick or something. 
that it was the consistency and and just I, I would say hard headedness as well. Like I would feel awful if I didn't upload a video just because I knew that there was a growing amount of people who, who, who wanted to see it and were genuinely interested in what I could contribute to the platform. Um, I don't know. I, I think I may just need to reword the question, you know, in regards to like, how did you start to really what motivates you to keep going? Cause I know that you said it yourself that you, you know, you take brief hiatuses here and there from streaming. I do. I go for like months at a time. Like anytime I'm like super focused or I'm trying to get something, some like milestone out of the way, then I tend to just drop everything when it comes to games, which is why I have a huge issue with inconsistency, especially guess, when it comes the, to this. I guess the question then stems to, you know, what makes you stop and how do you pick up the pieces? And I know life gets in the way, you know, I, I'm no stranger to that. I'll say this. The the last time I went on a giant hiatus, well, the last time I streamed was probably senior year in high school. And then for four years, I didn't stream. Okay. Really? And before that, yeah, believe it or not, like, it's been four years. And before that, I had built up a decent audience of people who would, you know, come and go. And one day I had my PC in the middle of COVID. Oh, my, my audio is a bit echoey. Let me see. One second. I think I know why. Give me a second. Maybe if I turn this off. Okay. This should be a lot better. Okay. So for four years, I was out of it, right? And that was because I was trying to focus on college. I was trying to get in, get out, get my degree. Yeah. The thing is, is that before that, I built a decent audience for streaming for like four years. And it would be people who would watch me consistently from like Team Fortress, like all the way to Outlast, you know, the game right. I was like mostly known for. Um, Four years later middle of COVID, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to turn on this stream and just see what's up, you know? Because I haven't done it in four years. Seb, when I tell you, like, four or five people joined just from, like, four years ago, dude. Like, four people, five people who were watching me four years ago joined in all at the same time and were like, yo, dude, like, where have you been? Like, this, that. And I was just so shocked. Like, holy shit, like, these people remember me and still follow me. And they were like, they wanted to drop by and say hi. And some of them remembered each other from back when I was streaming and they said, what's up to each other too. You know, like it was like a reunion just cause I randomly decided to stream again. So funny enough, like years later, it was at that moment. I realized this is just much more than turning on a, a live stream and just playing video games. When you're building a community like this, people will remember you. People will love the fact that you're always having these streams just so not only is there entertainment, but there's like interaction too. It's like friendships and friendships among each other too. It's a community building thing. And honestly, with Discord here, it's a lot easier now because before, what the hell would we have like Skype? Skype, so, you know, TeamSpeak, AOL, like, you know, like if we're going way, way back, 
Yeah. Yeah, it was those types of applications that it didn't offer the, you know, I don't want to say that it didn't offer voice chat. It certainly did, but it wasn't a matter of setting up a camera, or in this case, setting up a microphone on my end, Yeah. hitting the stream button and then broadcasting yourself to god knows person guy says it well he says i love small communities because they're all close together and he's right yeah. absolutely right every you know this community that we have going on with your youtube channel and my twitch stream we all we both have communities that follow us and are excited yeah. to see us produce content so it's and good. i think also it's it's just very fortunate that the communities that we've established and i think just speaking to small communities in general at least on our end, you know, I can't speak for others, but mm -hmm. it's very fortunate that the different experimentations that we do have in regards to producing content is met with, like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. You know, when you have a channel uh, or when you have a live stream that is really indicative of one thing, let's say myself with narrating creepypastas and yourself with streaming video games, I think it's kind of easy for audience members or, you know, just onlookers in general, general fans, if you may, mm -hmm. or if you will, to expect that one thing to be done every single time. And I remember the first time, too, when I wanted to do something different on the channel. Uh, I had done a few, like, meme-related videos narrating things that weren't necessarily scary, uh, and then came the day when I decided to make uh, one of my first mini films. Mm -hmm. uh, Doomer was the name. And that was not so much the channel's first quote-unquote face reveal, because you could look back in the deep annals of 2012-2013 freshman year of high school when this channel, in and of itself at first, when it was created was a collaborative channel i did have another individual with me right and i showed my face as i was narrating creepypastas and it was terrible <laughs> i had a terrible mic setup i had a terrible uh camera i was streaming i wasn't even streaming i was recording off of a 2011 imac um so you know there goes the argument it just goes to show what you can do with the equipment that you have but Bottom line, in the beginning, I was afraid of what people were going to think of me because for the new, you know, thousands of people that had come in and not even having been subscribed, but to the new people that were introduced to my channel um, at that point in time who maybe had not gone back that far and had not seen my face and then seeing this, uh, short film be released and to be met with oh my god this is like this is really good like you have an act for film you have an eye for filmmaking that felt good but it didn't feel good in the sense of like oh my god yeah this is the this is the content that's going to put me over the top it felt good because the community was accepting the fact that i'm a person who wants to grow and change and experiment I think that should definitely say something. It's like one of the magical parts of the internet where no matter what you do, you tend to attract people who have the same kind of 
mindset and yeah. the same ability to absorb the content that you're producing so they're they're always gonna you know if they love the content you're producing they like you as a person they're gonna be great like people will support you basically and i've told this to gwen in a very like <laughs> like kind of cocky way where i'm like dude if more people knew about my channel i could blow up and she agreed and that's kind of like the rut i feel like in this we have to get out of because once we start raising up in the like live stream or podcast world sure then we could eventually you know amass an audience where we're gonna have a ton of interactions we're gonna have a ton of people just interested in what we're talking about and they throw in their own ideas too because in the end even though this is like stemming from you and i this whole idea of this podcast and live stream is from the people themselves it's everybody here who puts a piece together and kind of makes this community what it is so we're only on episode three and what we already have seven followers a few great people are tuning in just just to hear what we have to say so continuing on with that it's gonna be good dude definitely agree you know it's something that um in in regards to the content that we produce there was a time in my life i want to say about one to two years ago where i was hesitant about putting out content at all for that matter and really only did it because it helped alleviate the the large amount of anxiety that's you know that that was on my shoulders at the time it was this youtube community that completely pulled me out of it and gave me a newfound sense of purpose um it's tough to pick up the pieces after putting together an identity that the publishing world ultimately does not come to fruition and you know i'm no i'm not the only one who's had a failed business Mm. (laughs) you know there's been many many individuals on this earth who have had to you know had to forego business operations or liquidate their assets or you know basically erase what they built and for me it was always independent but even still, that's a good seven years just not doing that anymore. And yeah, it's, I, I guess to, to those new listeners, you know, never, never take your audience for granted. I, I can't imagine why people even would, despite mm. how big of a following some may have. A lot of people who have big followings, they just that just kind of waters down. It just kind of comes with the territory, yeah. Like, yeah. You can't talk to everyone, and I've even realistically stated on like multiple live streams that like if there's ever a an influx of new viewers and new subscribers, you know, obviously don't forget the little guys kind of thing. Honestly, it's one of those things where I sort of see it in the analytics already, because while I'll never be the type of person to point out at the beginning of each video, hey, this amount of percentage or this percentile of viewers who aren't subscribed to me, you know, Mm -hmm. what the fuck are you doing not being subscribed? I'll never be that person because who am I to tell them uh, to subscribe to me, you know? If you like the content, great. If you don't, then, you know, of course I understand that. Um, 
Uh, but it's one of those things too where it's like even at the time of this recording um, and I'll just pull up the number right now 4,541 active subscribers on the Seabass channel right now damn a, a number that I never imagined to see granted it's those people I want to say less than 10 or 15 that tune into streams like this tune into podcasts that we happen to do, you know, have recorded episodes. You know, it's very hard to kind of come to terms with that sometimes, you know. Well, it's easier for me to come to terms with it now. I think people would assume that, like, if you have a certain amount of subscribers on one platform, that they're going to automatically gravitate over uh, to the other website that you're producing on. And that's not always the case. Um, that's just another harsh truth that I've seen. And, you know, short of calling those who, you know, have stuck with me through different platform changes, the quote unquote real ones, or however the hell you phrase it, it's sort of that thing that I've never really been worried about. You know, even if I were to get five to 10,000 subscribers, you know, by year's end or by next year's end or what have you, and I only have, you know, a group of say 15 to 30 at that time that's not something i'm going to be beat up over because maybe those who watch my content like it for the fact that i narrate and maybe wouldn't like it for the fact that we do something like this but i'm not one to uh to police one's own interests you know like you can you can only produce the content you want to produce do you know how you mentioned earlier about going viral so uh, yeah person guy mentioned the really good point he's like many people view getting viral as easier than easier than it is purely because they don't see the billions of content that doesn't i never even thought of that like the terabytes of just content that just goes unnoticed and it's just like in the ether bro people post so much shit online it's crazy with the amount of people doing so <laughs> I'm wondering if it's people who are doing so to live in the moment or to leave that legacy. I have and no I idea. Of, well, I kind of got it in myself. I, I kind of got into it in myself when I thought about that because at the end of the day, what's posted on the internet? Well, it's things that are undoubtedly archived. And... I think what really comforts me at night is the fact that even though I couldn't make it publishing things like books, for instance, I could still do so in an audio medium, whether that be narration, whether that be... Seb, you don't know if you're going to go big yet or not. You can't, well, you can't just cap yourself out saying you're not going to go well, big. Your art is well, very good. Well, well, that's the thing, too. I'm not necessarily capping myself out. It's just sort of me not expecting to. And therein sort of lies the surprise element, where if you keep your expectations low, I think you end up always being pleasantly surprised. And, yeah, that's true. You know, like maybe that's just sort of an easier way to live, because if you 
if you factor in your self-worth based on how many clicks you have and you never achieve that result that you want to, mm -hmm. well, then you're going to be living most days in, you know, basically perpetuity. Like, oh, it, it has to be the next video or the next episode that's going to get me there. And it's like, that's no way to live whatsoever. What's up, I mean, Gwen? It, it, it motivates some, but... Oh, what's up, Gwen? What's <laughs> up? You know, maybe Look. it motivates some... Seb, look, we have to get as many views as possible, Seb. We just have to. Otherwise, otherwise, what? Do we just shut down the channel? Well, that is, is this what we're doing? Lies the question: Is this channel worth it enough for you to keep going despite how many viewers, or do you need a nominal estimate? See, so I was trolling, but look, I I say I say. <laughs> we're gonna set ourselves a goal okay okay we started this stream what three weeks ago two weeks ago right two no weeks ago. two yeah. we okay we have the pilot first episode and now let's try to get i'm aiming for like let's say 30 followers that's fair 30 followers and 20 consistent viewers mm -hmm. by the end of this year that's a very fair, I think, estimate. Sebastian know? talks like he's presenting in a TED talk. Do what? Sebas, you have to become clickbait master. We should be clickbait doing clickbait master. shit, bro. Oh, man, dude, I could, I could organize the thumbnails and everything. We should totally do clickbait content, bro. <laughs> That'd be so funny. It's, it's just one of those things where it's like, like I'm. I'm done being apologetic about the particular, not not so much the particular content that I produce, but the way I produce it, like the meme shit that I do on my channel. That was something that, that was where I let the intrusive thoughts win. And it just ended up being funny. You know, th those were the one-off problems. <laughs> they want to break your kneecaps, bro. <laughs> 10 followers for the month. You will break Seb's kneecaps. Says Nova, bro. Bruckus? What is it? Uh, oh, uh, Nova Bruckus. It's Bruckus. I know who that is, bro. It's uh it's the classic. And then we have random titles. Like, you know what the name of today's episode is? Uh I think it's Isle of Man. Yeah. It? I love that. I have no idea what the hell that means, but I just needed a name and that's the first thing that came up. I love it. I don't know where I heard Isle of Man from, but it's the name of this yeah. episode now. It was kind of hard. It goes hard, right? Hard of you, as uh, my friend Yanni says. <sighs> Crunchy cat. Yeah, no, it's it's good to set goals, and I think it's a very. It's not even like a conservative goal. It's just a it's it's a realistic one given our follower base, and you know if we hit it, we hit it. If we don't, um, then we make the tweaks accordingly. Seb, what the hell is the Isle of Man? What is the Isle of Man? The Isle of Man. What the? Hold on, bro. You don't even know what it is? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Island well. nation and self-governing British crown dependency in the Irish Sea between Great Britain and Ireland. It's this is a country. This is an oh, actual country. bro. This is the this is that flag. We see this flag everywhere. Look it up, Seb. 
Okay, Isle of Man flag. You should keep no doing way. top ten. Yeah, it's that one, right? You oh, know, it's man. that one. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's that guy. Uh, That's pretty sweet. You should keep doing top ten creepy countdowns like the Disney one. Basically, w become chill sequel. That will really? get you biggie views. What's that? What's know. the what's the countdowns? So I didn't know people really liked that video that much. Um, what video? Let me see. So uh, you go on YouTube. Um, actually, if you just want to go on my channel, um, I don't think it was a top 10, it was like a top 15. And that video was a narration of a blog post. <laughs> no, but just put Isle of Man flag in the chat. I love that. Uh, it was a top 15 video about like creepy Disney attractions or like just things that may go unnoticed in the park. And. It was a far cry from what I had done, sort of, because with a creepypasta, you're reading one story, whereas with this, it was like 15 two-sentence horror stories, Seb, which I, was interesting. I didn't even you realize know? you upload so often. I upload every day. Holy yeah, shit. Except, except Sundays. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. You're on a grind. I didn't even know that. <laughs> um... Yeah, it was, it was one of those things where um, after a certain amount of time, YouTube automatically lets you schedule video uploads. So I made that work in my favor where I can record just a bunch of videos at a time. I'd spend like a good hour, you know, uh, a good hour, two hours a day recording and then just upload them intermittently. And... You know, admittedly, that that could be a good idea for us as well. If one of these days we want to crank out a three to four hour recording and, and chop it up accordingly, um, you know, that that just kind of leads into like the tenacity of if we're dedicated to sit behind a microphone. But I'm sure we'll make it work. Jeez. But yeah, the top fifteen ones. That was that was a good one. That was a fun one. Daily uploads feed the algorithm. It does. It does. I'm not here to speculate the YouTube algorithm, much less am I inclined to speculate some friggin' stock market. Um, I will, however, say that it's not so much a, an argument of quantity over quality or, vi or vice versa, but more so how do you get more content into the eyes and ears of individuals who may find it appealing and thus may be inclined to subscribe? And even then, I wasn't even after the numbers. It was just, I just wanted to upload videos. Like, Dude, I, gonna... I completely forgot that I had a YouTube channel. That you had a YouTube channel? Yeah, a Plasma Fuse <laughs> YouTube channel. I have 23 subs. The last thing I played was, uh, oh shit, Aramis, what's up, man? Welcome. The last no thing I played way. was the Wolf Among Us. The, the Aramis. There he is. Part of the original four. That's right. Like, way, way back in the day. God. Steve Ass was talking about Dogecoin, Seb, you were trying to, trying to boost up your Doge, huh? Sorry, I had to get through all the verification crap songs you listening to often. I've been here since the days since yeah. my dude. Yeah. Armus is one of the top 
or uh, one of the originals. For those who don't know, he's been with us since yeah, like yeah. 2014. We got a four-peat. It was me, you, RMS, and another individual. Yeah, he, rip. He was a good one. Rip. But, uh... <laughs> if you got, can find a way for me to join the call, hell yeah, get in here, dude. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not sure if he had to do it through Discord necessarily. Hold on, I'll, I'll send him the... Okay, RMS. Click on the Discord link, join the server, and then join the stream room. We're in here. Such a, such a blast from the past. Yeah, right. It's gonna be so good. We have our Look first guest. All the guests. wars coming together, man. The original people, huh? The original. Max be wearing them fake J's on God. Such an interesting flag. Just the fuse station channel. No, we have a different uh, Discord for this. The fuse one is mine, this one is ours. Um, so, the bottom, it's like the link of this channel. It's a Discord link, so click on that for the good times never last. Discord. And then join the stream room. Maybe. how we just have conversations intermittently through our topics. Yeah, alright. But, I like that. There he is. There he is. There's the boy. Right on, right on. What's up, guy? What's up? Dude, it's been like eight years. Where the hell have you been? I've been here the whole time. You guys just haven't been looking for me. <laughs> yeah, we've all been doing our separate things, but it's great to hear your voice again. Yeah, man. Rock and rolling. Welcome it's been years. Good times never last. Uh, a stream slash show that Plasma and I have put together. So Without me. <laughs> yeah, really. So my viewers looking in my respective YouTube channel, they're going to be like, who the hell is this guy? Um, Artemis, I've already sort of given you the Cliff Notes version. Um, one of the original four from the very, very beginning of Plasma. Actually, no, during Plasma's like uh, Genesis period of streaming. So, I mean, if you want to you introduce yourself, the floor is all yours. I mean, like... Have you also been doing like a streaming thing? Because I haven't been catching up with you in a long, long time. Uh, YouTube. YouTube, eh? Now. Yeah. Right on, man. Um, well, basically, I kind of bankrolled the whole operation in its early days. Uh, I didn't really have the setup or technology to stream myself, so I kind of just did everything to support Plaz and uh, you know any of his friends. So. A lot of the uh, classics that you saw in the golden era were uh, my purchase. That's right. Uh, I administrated a lot of the uh, Twitch stuff and Steam community back when those were a thing prior to Discord's invention. And uh, we had a blast. We had a, we had a good old time. That's right. I remember easily staying up 2, 3, 4 in the morning with all of y'all. I mean, probably some people went to bed. They were just like, all right, peace. I can only take so much hot water. Oregon Trail. Uh, <laughs> Oregon but, Trail. Oh, man. But it's it's just one of those things where it's like, I will look through my camera roll back to like, I want to say sophomore, junior year of high school, and just find these gems. These absolute gems that we used to just immerse ourselves. It's just like, 
Oh man, used to, dude. I mean, I, I'm still holding close. I'm holding those memories close. We I mean, early 2010s golden era of indie games. We I'd still recommend got those some anybody. like we still got some game of uh, Oregon Trail going, which we have to catch up on. That oh, was yeah. a classic. I love that, especially that one night when we were all playing, or uh, it was like all of us in one game, and then Aramis like <laughs> walks off. It was like the funniest thing in the world. Oh damn right! Oh yeah, damn right! I never come back. You know they got a thing. They got a thing where there's like a chance where I'll come back as like a bandit overlord. No and way! It's like a boss fight. Oh, it's awesome, man. They're actually revamping that fucking game. Really? When at? They got like a timetable on that one. I have no idea who anyone is here, but the creepy pasta man really says uh username person guy the creepy pasta man oh i, I guess that would be me yeah also we're getting, we're getting a lot of characters in this guys in this stream tonight whoever's watching if your friend if you think your friends would be down to watch the stream just shoot them a link let them yeah. uh see what's up get into our conversations too because i want to like discuss random random shit that could be but, hilarious um... But yeah, no, I've been good. I mean, I've been here the whole time. Um, I know Plasma took like a leave of absence, but I've been here the whole time. Just uh, I got like over 1,100 Steam games, and I kind of made it my mission to just plow through all the classics so I can be just so well-read on the medium um, and just getting indies in as I go. Mm -hmm. um, definitely just supporting smaller studios as much as I can giving them some love um i really like it when the old studios make new stuff like i don't know if y'all played like rogue legacy back in the day 2013 i remember that but mm -hmm. they came out with a sequel um it went into like early access around 2020 it just came out like earlier in like may or something phenomenal better in every way can't recommend it enough just a phenomenal game uh same people too yes yeah, it's, it's Oh, man, man! If you want recommendations, I got a catalog like you wouldn't believe. In fact, one of the last things on my YouTube channel that I uploaded was Catwoman. Cat Catwoman. The Catwoman, which is like the creepiest game I've ever like played in my life. Dude, I remember when I stumbled across your channel, and this must have been like, God, maybe like a year ago, and I saw like this Clash Royale thing. <laughs> you had uploaded like it was just this this portrait view and i'm like did, did plasma get his like channel hacked or something what is this <laughs> okay if you want an explanation for that okay please <laughs> my pc one. was out of commission okay? okay had to get my graphics card fixed All but right. i had a need to upload bro so the only thing i could play was clash royale and yes it was cringe but it was worth it Trust. Oh, man, it, was like my, it was like my days where I would just upload like let's plays of like games that nobody ever played, and I was like, "Yeah, people will like this content." <laughs> if you want creepiest game I've ever played, um, Tomato Way. It Tomato is the way. whole thing is like a drug trip. It's made by like some like weird Ukrainian dude. Uh, <laughs> it stars like this like deformed Veggie Tales looking thing with like a fork as a sword. 
just I don't know. It's indescribable. Not a word of it is in English. I mean, if it if it ain't the Mandela catalog, I'm afraid it, it does nothing for. Hmm. And if you've never seen the Mandela catalog, I I implore you. Wait, what's which what's that one? Um, it's basically like emergency service announcement type vibes, like all staticky and like. I mean, you can even flash it on on stream if you want to. You know, copyright be damned at this oh, point. Oh, is this one of the creepy pastas you were doing? No, 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 no. This is something that um, that others. It, it's like a uh, it's like a compilation of short films. Mm. I can dig it. Yeah. Nova loves the Mandela catalog. Dude, it reminds me of like the times I worked at like Target and the graveyard shift, and like we had like a. We had like a walkie-talkie on the outside door in case like somebody needed like a smoke break and could like phone back in to get in. And like these like punk kids would show up at like 3 a.m. and like take the walkie-talkie with them and then just like try to spook us with like all these crazy scary noises. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a that was a time. Yeah. No, I I never. Oh man, I, the the the. <laughs> Oh, I think he's having a little bit of an interruption. Oh, ah. sorry about that. No, no, you're cool. Um, <laughs> I remember the time when I was working at my first job and was just about to leave. And this is like something straight out of like, like a Hotline Miami sequence. Sure. I'm about to clock out. It's pouring rain. It's like pissing rain and thunderstorming outside. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I just hear a yell, a thud, and then a bunch of people scrambling around something. And this, this grocery store is, like, empty. Yeah. Someone had a seizure in the middle of the store. Hmm. And everyone's just, like, you know, they're helping him, making sure he's okay. I grab my snack on the house, of course, and just walk out into the rain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm just, like... When was this? Oh, oh, dude, this must have been... Oh, this was easily high school. What the hell? Yeah, this was like... You had like a... Oh, man, what's was that? Was it near our school? Yeah. At yeah, the Ralph? School. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It was like, you know, Daisuke's playing in the background. You're, you know, grabbing your snack. Oh, some, some guy's having a seizure on the... All right. It was such a vibe man <laughs> 2016 have you guys almost died ever almost died yeah like had a near I mean, death near death experience yeah i have what 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 is it said uh okay um i guess tying into the background of myself narrating scary stories i'm going to tell you this from as best of from my memory as possible I used to live in a townhouse just down the street, elementary school. Mm -hmm. And in this townhouse, there was an individual, a boy about my age, who lived with his mother in the back of the townhouse. We met, and he was sort of like the adventurous type. It was like, oh, let's, let's go ride our bikes up and down the street, this, that, and the other thing. And... He suggests one day that me, himself, and his mother visit, like, this park area. And this park area, 
I'm going to guess was very much out of the way where we were in our respective city. And come to think of it, I want to say that as much time as I've spent in my neck of the woods in my own city trying to find this place, I have never had any luck in so. Just wrote Jesus in the chat. <laughs> yeah. In response okay. to what he said. Oh, in response to you in person. Okay. So we end up going to this park, and this park is like an actual I don't remember where it is, but I remember being dropped off on the side of the road by his mother and him and myself, the the, the boy, his name is Chase. And last name redacted, not so much for privacy reasons, but because I, I can't for the life of me remember his last name. The two of us saunter on into this. We're like nine, <laughs> both of us. Jeez. And it gets a little bit more arid. It gets a little bit more foggy-ish. There's like a weird presence and pressure in the air. And we end up reaching a little bit of a clearing where we see a building in the distance surrounded by like this grassy field. There's a fountain to one side and it looked like a legitimate manor. The door is locked, but there's a window on the door and peering in, we see what looks like what's emblematic of something like a, uh, I want to say like a foyer like a hotel okay and when we do this keep in mind we're the only two ones here in this odd neck of the woods we peer inside no one's there there's like a couple bookshelves there's like a it's like a portrait over the desk inside and all of a sudden the two of us we this like low baritone like atonal sound someone we look or we turn back and we see that outlining the perimeter of this clearing that surrounding the manor from outside were these black hooded figures and it sounds like a bad violin is being somewhere they were not there before we would have noticed them. And Chase decides to go up to one of them, like to get a closer look. And this thing outstend, extends its arm like, like a robe. And there's just this gray hand. I take his arm and we fucking book it back the way we came. We end up going through the forest, we run out, we end up making it to mom's car, we go get in and out, and then we go home. Never talk about it again. Many, 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 many years pass, and I think to myself, I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like, I, I keep having these thoughts that this happened, but it couldn't have happened. No, it couldn't have happened. One day, I'm out one night with um, an old, old ex-girlfriend. And we're talking about like supernatural things and whatever. And one of her mutual friends is apparently a psychic medium. Oh. And he 
he's telling me about how like there's a little ghostly girl in our presence right now. we can this house was owned by native again for the life of me i can't think to describe what the hell else was talked about but i told him about this very experience yeah and he says oh you're talking about so-and-so location right and i'm like okay this is the first time that i've ever had a name to a location so i say sure how do you know about it he's like well we actually um we actually went there um doing some photography like this old barn like this old cellar area that was near and all of a sudden while we were in there a ball comes rolling by um and a kid chases after after that um Kid leaves, takes the ball, kid leaves. Kid was never there. Kid was a ghost. Right? That's what he's What the hell? What, not, bro? So I'm not saying that, like, it was something near death per se. What I will say is that it was definitely an experience that I can't seem to shake. Like, I can't find this place. I don't know where it is. It's, it's in no adjacent city. And to the individuals who have sort of assisted me and being like, oh, it could be here, it's for be, you know, just off the cusp of uh, whatever bordering city it is. No, no, I know what I saw. I'm not, it's not something that like, oh, I'm not going to rest until I find. No, it's one of those like thoughts that sort of preoccupy. But Skinwalker, maybe, I mean, Nova. He's kind of throwing a couple of bones here, but I, I don't know. And if I would have stayed, I, I don't even, I don't even want to know. I love how skinwalkers are becoming more and more prevalent as like a legitimate cryptid, but that's insane, bro. Like I want to think you and, and actually had an encounter with like ghosts. The best possible reasoning was most likely a cult. Okay, that makes the sense. Best possible reasoning, right? And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, skinwalkers or wrist people put on my tinfoil. That makes what sense. Else would you call it? You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to that rack my brain. Here. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Yeah. It could be. It could be something like that. But I mean, any of you two like have anything? Like, I know. I mean, like, like Armis, you're up in Canada, aren't you? Maryland. Mar oh, okay, close enough. No, it isn't. You're you're more of a bordering state than we are, at least in our neck of the woods. What bordering the Atlantic Ocean, man? I mean, like... I mean you just go up, though, right? I don't know about that, sub. I don't know. I think do we're I gonna lose that fight. Or do I just not know geography? I'm like. I'm about to lose this argument. I'm like the literal middle of the East Coast. Like smack dab. Like I could like go to DC in like an hour. <laughs> I don't know about well, that I mean, one, I guess, Seb. I guess if you Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually mentally <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I <laughs> Killing me, dude. Yeah, you gotta go through like a couple you gotta go New through, England yeah. states to get there. Maryland just a, just a couple. Yeah, I'm... Oh, God. 
Canadian. Where did that come from, man? <laughs> Florida. Uh, I mean, we don't. I, I could have kinda... sworn that you. Were... No, that was somebody else. Maybe it was someone else. Yeah. Are you talking yeah. about, bro? Gwen lives in New York, so maybe you're Gwen like. Gwen lives in New York, but at I mean, the time... New York is really close. I mean, Buffalo. You know, you got Niagara Falls. You can just you yeah, know... you can just saunter on over. You can just uh... take the bridge. I remember going to Niagara Falls. Like... I got a rainforest cafe on each end of that Niagara Falls. <laughs> we got Florida. Okay. Yeah. And I we got from... Indiana. He was dealing with the hurricane. Oh, there. he was. Mm -hmm. yeah, Damn. He was telling me about. It. Yeah, we got the backwash of that. It was raining for like six days straight. I mean, not like intensely, but just profusely. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't really have any creepy pasta stuff. I live in like Central Maryland, so every like we have like a gas station like three per block. So there's not like a lot of woods where I'm at. It's mostly just crime. Not really ghosts. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, seriously. Like, for some reason. He's like, it's mostly like just our... crime. No, like, low, like, like, legit. Like, for some reason, like, our local mall, for some reason, has, like, a lot of arsonists. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but, like, but we've had, like, at least, like, two incidents of cars catching fire in the parking garage, like, within, like, a year. It's crazy. Oh, I, 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 a car, like several, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, that gets people's attention, but you know, it ain't no ghost story. Mm. Yeah, like, like part of me, part of me wants myself to think just something. But like, when I had that 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 day where I was like, not even so much challenged on it, but like of its existence. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is something that I just like, and still my search has come empty. Um, yeah, no, it was, it it was a it was a treat, you know. I, I mean, I, I, like... I mean, the closest thing I got is like when I was like having like a one oh six fever and I started hallucinating. It's not really paranormal, but I was hallucinating. Holy shit! And technically near death. Um, that was like with like a. It wasn't COVID. This was like in 2017. Um, I think it was some. It wasn't the flu. I think it's like the adenovirus. I don't know. Something crazy. But like, I was like hallucinating that like demons were coming out of the closet, and I had to like throw pillows at them to stop them. And it's just this weird lucid feeling where like you know they're not real, but you feel like you should do something just in case. Absolutely crazy. What the hell? You were hallucinating demons coming out of the closet. Well, I mean, don't demons you. in a loose term. I mean, like, you know, you don't know what they are. I mean, you're in bed, like, bed-bound because you're that sick. And, you know, you got the closet. In my room, it was, like, directly in front of me. All I had to do was, like, stare at it mm. the whole time. It was just nuts. I didn't sleep for four and a half days straight. Holy shit. Yeah, it was not pleasant. Yeah. I was going to say, and Prima Cronus, nothing feeling a presence and knowing exactly that you're on i'm not here to dox you or anything but it gets like really dark where he lives right and it's one of those things where it's like where your room is situated if you looked out your window and saw like a hooded figure like i'd be shitting myself oh my god you know? dude 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 you like, just it's remembered those, me it's, it's those it's those streets that don't even have any 
You just reminded me. Okay, so at the time I was like having a fever, I was in this like weird like apartment complex. I wasn't there long. You reminded me of like looking at the window. So one day, this isn't scary. This is just cool. Well, debatably, it's it's intriguing. So one day I was. It was like I don't know, like two a.m. I'm like hearing a lot of noises outside. So I look out and like I'm looking out on like a parking lot. Yeah. So apparently these guys broke into every single car and turned their hazards on and their headlamps on. And then they had like a breakdance party in the middle of all that. Bro, what? Yeah. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> so you've got like every, this is a full parking lot too. That is both so sides. So you got like both sides are just like aisles of cars just popping their hazards and like their like headlights and these dudes are like break dancing in the middle of that. That's so funny. Oh man, dude, I should have taken a picture of it because nobody would have believed me. But I was just like so tired. I'm like, nah, man, I got, I can't handle this. I got school in the morning. <laughs> what if? Okay, bro, we're talking about like, okay, he says he lives in rural Indiana. Okay. Walking out at night, afraid of being followed by a skinwalker. There's been like cases, right? Where people say they've seen it. There's been games about skinwalkers. Like, what was that game, Sebastian? Until Dawn? Yeah, well, that was a Wendigo. That was an entirely cryptid, but yeah. Skinwalkers are the same thing. I mean, they're they're technically different, but I mean, that's Wendigos. Wendigos are like, like, I hear more stories about them in Wyoming and shit. Like, just flat states i thought wendigos were like more of like a like an iroquois like kind of like like upstate new york kind of thing well i thought of wendigo if they were like more mountainous regions like until dawn it was a cabin in the woods in the mountains you know um i'm gonna have to double check i don't know i'd probably double check that too don't don't need to be taking two l's on this one i already no no no. i think i think uh I think they're pretty close. I think Wendigos are created whenever there's cannibalism in the forest and the evil spirit comes into your body. And Wendigos, like skinwalkers, are just evil spirits in general and they just, they're just around, I, I think, and they just take the form of people. Like, I, I saw this video where these kids, they went to go party, I guess, like these college students. And then they were attracted to the, to the noise of music and people like having fun. And it turned out that there was actually nothing there in the forest, and like they were being like followed on the way home by some. Well, you know, that's like the same origin story for like, um, for like a Grendel. You know, it's just like people partying, monster shows up, crashes the party, because it yeah. just kind of wants like peace and quiet. I don't think I've ever been sort of like a like a liminal. Like a surreal circumstance, walking home late, and I should probably thank God that I've never been in this situation. But I've never had that particular moment where I'm like walking home and I hear like a sound, music, or maybe I'm driving home listening to the radio. All of a sudden, it just cuts out with like you know something as like innocuous as like an amber or um you know, random radio static tuned into some fucking, num- like, numbers station or whatever. Yeah. In, like, Russia or whatever. But yeah. you hear about all these instances online, and it's just like, 
are they really that common as people make them out to be or is it just a matter of you know delving into the horror uh, the horror sphere if it's the latter great job on making it sound like incredibly convincing but you know that night where that guy had a seizure inside the store it was that instance where like okay how much weird shit can happen mm-hmm. and is it kind of weird of me to say like in a town thing nothing happens that i sort of wish that there were more non-dangerous things like that well like cryptids not like cryptids but like non-dangerous sightings for instance like think of all the times people like film ufos in the sky potato films. like i guess like things to talk about that are out of the realm of reality for instance like and i'm not talking about like oh my god the like how menacing and even in some cases that were that they were menacing well you know? i i mm-hmm. don't know if you know but there's been um talks of like cultists in our hills specifically at night and to be honest i've gone night hiking and i've seen like weird you know burnt structures i don't know from what but we were like walking throughout the hills and then we saw like next time we we go hiking sub i'll I'll take you but it was just like an interesting like burnt structure looking like a house had burnt down in the middle of the hills which wasn't supposed to be there um it's shit like that whenever you hear about things but as far as like anything supernatural i don't think we get any of that here thank god closest thing we get is like mountain lions which come in and like just kill an animal here and there like a pet but you can manage that it's fine man runs into bigfoot buying some perks at cvs some perkies no, I mean, again, dude, all we get is crime. Like, we've had, like, people, like, chaining up ATM machines on the trucks and ripping them out of, like, Walgreens and stuff. Damn. Would you rather have crime or supernatural shit? Uh, supernatural I mean, stuff. Because and supernatural a- stuff, like, doesn't have lawyers involved, so. Well, like, if I'm at a far enough place where I could sort of it from like just an outsider looking in and say oh that's creepy behind the window you know it can't hurt me i lock my doors Ooh, it's it's just one of those things where it's like i don't know really how to phrase it i wish that there were interesting innocuous like occurrences in our city but at the same time i don't want it to be like damaging to the city itself i don't need there to be like as you say mysterious arsons yeah like even though that would be interesting that's kind of damaging the community you know yeah in some respects i'm sure this yeah you don't you don't put that on t-shirts you know (laughs) in florida supernatural acts and crimes are the same thing that's true the crackheads are uh uh, you know why because in florida i think um i don't know i read this somewhere where we see a lot of crime coming out of Florida because there's a law where everything gets published online. Every single, like, police encounter. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That I wouldn't be sense. surprised if dueling was still there. Saul Goodman can't save you <laughs> from the skidwalker catching your scent. I don't know, man. I watched Nobody. I mean, 
I think I think Bob Odenkirk's got some got some moves down. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys watch that show? I did. No. Oh my god, it's amazing. If you haven't, you should. I am the one who skinwalks. You know, I actually had a friend who lives in uh, New Mexico, and I had to like pull his teeth. And like when he watches it, he's like, "Oh, I know every location they're filming in." <laughs> you know. Damn. So it was all. It's, in, it's uh... a it's a good show. It's a good show. Um, good actors. A lot of interesting production stuff behind the scenes. Very good show. Uh, it's almost hard to believe it's like over ten years old now. Though it's it's disturbing. Jesus, is it? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You've seen some seen weird some shit in the sky when I'm out in the hills. What have you seen, man? Okay, you seen Brian, aliens? You want to hop, hop in this call? Get on the witness. Get in stand. here, man. Yeah. Get in the call. Yeah, feel free. I think I think hills, he's in the Discord. Yeah, in the, in the hills. Um, it's funny, and maybe if he does happen to come into the stream, you know, I'll, I'll probably just let him tell it, but. Uh, to give you sort of the Cliff Notes version, uh, we went to this place called the Mouth of Hell. Yeah. Or like the Devil's Mouth or something. Yeah. It's like this weird tunnel off the coast of... They call it a suicide bridge. Um, and we went in there and there it was like graffiti on the wall. It's, you know, naturally dark, cold. And then we get to a spot where we start to see less and less like spray cans and cigarettes, just condoms. And then we start to see melted candles mm. and a, a splotch on the ground that I'm sure wasn't paint. No, it couldn't be. That was about the time when I felt something completely go through me, like just knocking the wind out of me as I'm looking and... I'm just like, yeah, let's turn around. <laughs> this was, uh, th this was a, this was an endeavor. You guys got a lot of caves over there. I don't think we so. Do we? Tunnels. tunnels. No, we got like straight up caves over here. I mean, not not where I'm at, but like if you go like a little bit south to like Virginia or Kentucky or something, there's just caves all over the place. And I don't know if you've been in a cave, but that is like the darkest place on earth. Like, in the most literal sense. Like, there's just, it's just so deep underground. Like, you know how at night you still have those, like, residual, like, moonbeams? It's just total, total darkness. I can't express how dark it is in, in totality. You literally, you could, like, have your finger, like, less than a centimeter from your face. You wouldn't know it's there. Yeah, Dude, I, I hate that cave diving shit. Like, cave diving, it, that's just... And it's it's exactly like that. Again, I don't wish to ever stumble upon this, but I'm just going to say it would be interesting if one of these days I'm like, not cave diving, but oh, hey, let's just like hike up here or go in there, like spelunking. Yeah. And it would not surprise me if it's like a little skeleton. Well, you know what? I mean, like, caves are, like, dangerous. Like, I know a lot of people just, like, whenever they do, like, a Hollywood movie, it's always, like, 
dry and dusty, you know what I'm talking about? But in reality, the reason why they're caves is because of all, like, the erosion from moisture. Like, those things are, like, slippery. I mean, you're slipping and sliding, you're, like, worrying you're gonna, like, trip and fall down like a chasm, which is a very real concern, so... You know, and just, again, imagine that with, like, that total darkness. It's actually not... First time in the chat. What's Hello. up, MB World? Welcome to the stream. Welcome, welcome. Primacrona saying said there was something in that cave. I, I don't, I don't deny it, and that's just one of those things where like, I'm not so much, like I'm not like a daredevil. You know, I'm not like I'm, I'm not actively looking for thrills that could endanger my health. But in our neck of the woods, we don't have that. We do actually. Have Seb, I'm going to say this, dude. There are so many other things you could do that are less dangerous than oh, yeah. getting yourself oh, stuck in a cave. Okay. Well, that's why I enjoy narrating these stories as opposed to living them. <laughs> MB World, what's a near-death experience you've had, if you've had any? I'm talking about near-death experiences. I'm talking about near-death near death experiences. Crime in Aramis's in Aramis's case. Crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the caves, dude. Crime in the caves. Crime in the caves. Seb's alternate uh, is patient. Oh, yeah, you want to talk about crime cave. in the caves? You gotta play like Night in the Woods if you have a perfect game for this time of year. Night in the Woods. Huh? Shout out to Night in the Woods. Damn, what's that? Um, Steam. It's like, uh, oh hell yeah, man! It's it's one of the best games I've ever played, bar none. I mean, it's you know, it looks like furry crap, but trust me, it is like real as real can get it's like you're just like coming back as like a college dropout to your like really crappy mining town and then there's like a cult in the caves yeah it's just awesome oh man it's great oh yeah oh dude prima thank you for reminding me we saw like literal hoodlum like hooded not like hooded figures like apparitions but people like spray painting a side of the, the cave mm. and a night Oh no, this was like this was like early evening, so the sun oh. was setting. Um but it was one of those instances where like, we're gonna get stabbed <laughs> if we And I only had my metal detector. You know, I brought my metal detector along, so like blunt objects you know we're not in the department of those, so we probably wouldn't have won. But they eventually left. Uh we saw this like weird, like abandoned cabin. It was like supposed to be like like a like a derelict military training ground or like they had like these ropes hanging off these beams that you were supposed to climb it was weird mm -hmm. yeah there was a military training camp it was weird it's very weird i want to so explore more random death. places like that yeah not so much weird weird things but but i will say if you haven't before we should go randonautica. What? Have you ever heard of the app Randonautica? No. Okay. What's that? So this app, and I highly encourage you to look it up. And listeners, for those listening when this eventually becomes an audio archive. Randonautica? Randonautica, yes. Yeah, it was cursed indeed. So what it is, it's an app that... Um, there's really no other way to explain it other than just describe what it is advertised as. It apparently collects energy into um, 
your meaning of using the app. So you assign the app a meaning, i.e. what you're looking for. This can be something to a shock experience, to answers, you can look for answers, whatever that means is up to you, or something that is outside the realms of reality. And those are sort of like the three categories. I know they have like distinguished names for it, but um, Prima and I, we were out one night eating, whatever, and we decided to go rando on it. And the intent was something unsettling. So we designated the intent as unsettling. What Randonautica does is once you've assigned that, it then gives you GPS coordinates. Uh, and then? Like, what we saw at first, it, it wasn't so much like first, but it was unsettling. We were driving down the street, and all of a sudden, we end up seeing this, like, flashing light going on. Like, oh, that's weird. You know, all these street lights are on, house lights are on, this big. It was a house light to this run-down house, this house that just nobody in their right mind would anyone pay any amount of attention to. All the lights are off. Their lawn is in a state of decay. Looks like it hasn't been lived in in years. And the lamp, the the the, uh, the outside front porch light, is just flickering on and off. And we're just like, okay, that's it's uh, a little unsettling. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was about the extent of that. What the hell? Yeah. That is so, so what, weird. You end up finding instances like that. But then again, you end up having people find even sort of bigger documented experiences. One person found a car in the middle of the woods. Uh, one person found uh, children's drawings by the side of a lake. And upon taking pictures, they ended up seeing an apparition. Uh, probably the most famous one of all teenagers rando nodding and on the offshore of a dock near where there's like rocks and stuff uh, they found a suitcase and that suitcase had a body in it <laughs> uh, so that was about the most famous use that's actually insane yeah and this is an app that's like free you could download it you could download it yeah I'm, I'm good dude yeah, it's it's pretty cursed. No matter how you interesting though, slice it. But but then again, the intent it may be scary. Nature. Looking for love will show you. I don't know, a sex shop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's random. Yeah. A lot of thrill seekers use it. You were looking for trouble that night, Prima Cronus. He was looking to get into some mischief. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, that was a that. Was, yeah. I guess unless anyone else has any ghost stories or just. Nah, I only got crime. Around. I only got crime. Pretty much, man. Um, Seb, what do you say? Should we should we wrap it up here? An hour and 20 minutes 
unlikely guest, but uh, a pleasure. You know, always, you know, always, always a pleasure. A pleasure. It's, it's these instances that I think from looking to have. What's up? Can you say that again? You cut out. Uh, I was saying, you know, it was a pleasurable experience to have Armas here because we started this. It was about having individuals interact with us mm -hmm. from the get-go and knowing that we can do it through Discord as opposed to you know, having someone call in through OBS, and maybe we'll still have that. It, it works, and, and I'm glad it works. I'm glad that this can be a, a good episode, too, to cap off. And you got me on speed dial. You can get me down here whenever you want. Hell, we may even make you a, a permanent co-host. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty tied up a lot of the time. I've got this training stuff for my work that's going to take up a lot of my week, but, uh... Well, I mean... Nah, I mean if you're if you're available 7 p.m. if you're available 7 p.m. PST, we'll have our what on. days? Sundays. Sundays. I can maybe swing that. Yeah. Cool. Sweet, sweet. Well, alrighty, guys, this was great. Okay, everyone, I think our we were averaging uh, nine viewers today, so that's cool. We're getting up and up more. Uh, just to everybody who was here today, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys joining us. And we'll be seeing you guys next week. Next Sunday, 7pm, for another stream. With that being said, have a great night. And remember, good times never last. Peace, y'all. Take care now.